So I want to make some notes about the uh, the latest transit shift that's happened in the skies. That's Jupiter's ingress into Capricorn. That means Jupiter just moved into Capricorn recently. I want to talk about this in the context of abundance, which is a pretty big new age topic. And I think for this, it's helpful to see um, astrology as something that's not necessarily concerned with abundance. When I looked for graphics for my website lately, uh, the amount of space age, new age, multicolor, rainbow uh, graphics that seem to permeate the astrology lexicon was dismaying. It seems to me that it's very off base for what astrology actually is. Astrology is much more concerned with reality than it is with new age mysticism, which is odd. Of course, it's not reality the same way that like driving a taxi cab is reality for most people. But the point of astrology is to describe the reality rather than describe some kind of escape from the reality. Although, of course, with Neptune being part of the chart, escape is definitely part of it. And in a lot of new age circles, you know, abundance, abundance, abundance is kind of a, a much touted term. And it's very important, but most people I think who focus on abundance are people who tend not to have the abundance and they kind of are using that as a way to fight against their lack of abundance by just, no, no, think of abundance, think of abundance. And, um, and that's, you know, there's utility to that for sure, but I think it's for many people, it's fairly ineffective. Uh, and I think focusing on abundance only in the context of astrology is definitely not helpful. And astrologically, the, the planet of abundance is Jupiter. Jupiter is the biggest planet in the solar system. He's expansive. He rules travel. He rules wealth. He rules good fortune and luck and all the, he's called the great benefic. That is the great goody planet <laughs> in, in, in medieval astrology. He was considered just an unmitigated good. Um, that's simplistic, but it, it gives you a sense of, of how Jupiter expresses itself uh, in the solar system in the chart. So he, he tends to be wealthy. He tends to be large and well-fed in the positive way, not in the kind of modern American way, and just just full of plenty and overflow. So that's the, that's the nature of Jupiter. And the sign he rules is Sagittarius, which has to, or one of the signs he rules is Sagittarius, which has to do with expansion and travel and higher learning and, th and things like that. But lately he's moved into Capricorn, and Capricorn is the sign of scarcity, of limitation, of making do with what's there, what's available, and, and not dreaming big and, and being very reality-bound. So Jupiter is actually considered to be in his uh, fall, which is his most negative position in Capricorn, because it's the basically the opposite of what he likes to express. He likes to express boundless optimism and boundless possibility and endless dreams and visions and so forth. And in Capricorn, uh, Capricorn's sort of the, the old man who's seen it all, who's not impressed by big dreams and big ideas because he's seen most of them go to rot and he's very cynical and so forth. Uh, and so Jupiter tends to feel very constrained in Capricorn. So when you look at what's happening right now, uh, the past year, Jupiter was in Sagittarius, which it's kind of awkward, but it happens a lot of the times that, that planets, as they transit through the skies, spend spend a particular season or a month or a year or so in their strongest sign and then move to right after that into their, their weakest sign. That happens with Mars and Venus very frequently. And uh, uh, when Jupiter moves from Sagittarius, his natural placement into Capricorn, it's it can feel a little punishing, almost cruel, the kind of past year of, of a sense of exuberance and possibility and growth and, you know, possibly just really good and easy fortune and so forth. And then when Jupiter moves into Capricorn, uh, a lot of that tends to kind of contract and, and get fairly, fairly limited, fairly quickly. It's funny, I wrote about 12 years ago, the last time Jupiter went into Capricorn, and it was to a day pretty much that the big financial meltdown happened in 2000. Eight, I want to say. And at that point, Jupiter and Pluto, almost at the same time, both moved from Sagittarius to Capricorn. And I wrote an article about it's time to sell your stocks. Don't look out because the market's going to drop out. And then somehow it got... It, it, 
erased from my computer. I was never able to kind of earn the bragging rights of predicting the stock market crash that I feel I deserve, but uh, that's Jupiter and Capricorn. No, no luck. Anyway, we're having a similar experience right now, only on a bit of a smaller scale because Pluto's been in Capricorn that whole time. So it's not a, as much of a novel experience, but this is abundance being limited. And that's something we don't like to think about so much as if you're a new ager type. Um, but as an astrologer, it's very helpful to say, okay, there's a time to be expansive and abundant and take big risk. And you know, where the, the wind is at our backs and so forth. But there's a time when, when Jupiter really is, is compromised and he can still function, but he has to function in a sort of circumscribed way. And being cognizant of that helps make helps us make better decisions in that context. Does it mean that we shouldn't dream? We shouldn't do anything? We shouldn't have any bigger goals and so forth? No, it doesn't, of course. Um, but it's very similar to saying, look, if it's, if it's raining outside, you don't necessarily want to take out your suede and, you know, your shorts. You might want to like wear a raincoat and some galoshes, you know, if you're going outside. It's just having a sense of what's actually happening so that you're not fighting the transit and saying, no, I'm going to be a bun anyway and it's snowing, but I'm still going to go out in uh, flip-flops and a tank top and, you know, I believe in abundance and I believe in, in joy and sunny days and I'm not going to get stuck by negativity or lack or whatever. And it's a nice thought, but it's from this point of view, it's it's foolish. You know, it's there's a time when it's snowing and it's cold and your body wasn't built for that. Yes, if you're a Zen monk and you can live outdoors in the snow, if you spend 20 years meditating to be impervious to cold, knock yourselves out, take the flip-flops and the, t the tank top and, you know, go, go surfing in the snow or whatever, whatever you want to do. But for most people, it's really good to kind of know what the, what the quote weather conditions are astrologically. So you can work within them and work with them as well. And as you dream, and as you plan, and as you grow, accept a bit of curtailing of the vision so that you can actually achieve it. And that's the actual positive side of this is a lot of Jupiter's transits during Sagittarius in a sort of happy place, they tend to be over exuberant and they tend to never really amount to much. It's a lot of, uh, of dreaming and, and venturing and experimenting and so forth, but, but it's hard to see what you're actually going to show for it when it's all over. When Jupiter's in Capricorn, he's very much concerned with, you know, what are the real results here? What's, what's actually, what's actually happening and, and how many of these dreams can you actually manifest? and make real. And that can be sobering. It's much more fun to, to, you know, drink your coffee or smoke your weed and think of all the great things and possibilities and da, 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 we're so all this human potential and whatever. And then 20 years go by and you're still, you know, smoking weed and drinking coffee and talking about human potential. Um, and you're still working the same job and you're still kind of, you know, in the same place. So, um, Capricorn says no to that. He's like, okay, stop dreaming and whatever you can execute on, do that, but don't necessarily lay the biggest plans right now, but see what you can harvest which is what Capricorn likes to do. He likes to reap what he sows and whatever you can can make real from your dreams, do it now. And that can be quite sobering. It can be almost depressing. Uh, I can say on a personal note, I've experienced this transit extremely. Um, I'm humbled at how difficult this transition has been, even though I'm not even affected by it personally with with any personal transits right now. Uh, and I can actually remember several years ago, I actually broke up with, uh, with a girlfriend, largely because of abundance issues that my advancement was progressing quickly and hers was kind of not and she had you know jupiter and capricorn and so her her life view wasn't really about that big risks and big expansion and big growth and she didn't really seem to have the the capacity to understand what that what my vision of what i wanted for myself was and as i'm experiencing this jupiter and capricorn right 
now, I can actually, oh, I can see what her perspective was like. Uh, I could see it abstractly before, but actually experiencing now, I'm like, oh, wow. From this place, it's very hard to envision, you know, a really big life or a big career or lots of expansion and possibility and, and global domination, that kind of stuff. Uh, you're very much in a, in a limited sense where, you know, you can grow and you can do things, but it's an, on a much more, again, constrained and curtailed point of view. So this isn't to be depressing so much, but it's to be helpful. I think what astrology is really good for is showing you what is. It's And it's, like I said, it's very much a reality concern. It's not so much concern with, you can do anything you want. You know, it's fairy dust and mushroom tripping. And, you know, we're out there in the stars with the aliens. I mean, there's certainly a part of it for that, but that's not really astrology at its best use. Its best uses is right here in your life, the days you live while we're here on Earth, and how to make the the most out of them. And sometimes making the most out of is accepting that there's a season for growth and expansion and endless possibility. There's a season for kind of hunkering down a bit and limiting those visions so that you can actually actualize them, even though that's not as much fun uh, as it was, let's say, the past year. And, you know, Jupiter will be in Capricorn for about a year from now, uh, and then it moves on, and then after within two years it'll be reborn in Aries and you know there will be a time when you'll feel exuberant again and when the culture will feel exuberant again and full of possibility it's just not today and so I think getting comfortable with that is really really useful and I say this particularly you know as an astrologer who who tries not to hang out with other astrologers who who tend to be focused on using astrology towards new age ends and transcendence and manifestation and endless abundance and so forth um I, I'm all for those things, uh, but I don't think astrology is the best tool to, to, to get to them. Astrology is here to describe the seasons and the quality of your experience and guide you and how to best make use of whether it's raining, snowing, limiting, or growing and so forth, and really to, to, to help guide you through the, the seasons of your life. And there are endless seasons of your life, micro seasons, macro seasons, and so forth. Uh, that's really what it's helpful for. And my, my goal is to really bring a lot of sobriety and, uh, and plainness to astrology so you can really get the most out of your lives, not simply sort of blow blow bubbles and blow sunshines and blow rainbows about what could be and all the possibilities. There's plenty of new age crap that can can fill that need for you or if that's what you're interested in. But uh, I think the real value here is is in the in the in the utility of it, and that's sort of what I try to bring to to my readings and my practice. So I uh, just wanted to let you know that that's that's a big seasonal change that we're experiencing now. Jupiter moving through Capricorn. And uh, it'll be going on for about a year, so hunker down and find ways to make the most out of it. Still dream, still still have visions, still still want bigger things, but also let yourself be curtailed a little bit. Don't fight the transit. Let let those visions exist within a more realistic, a more grounded, a more uh, conservative frame and then see what you can create from there that's uh i don't give advice but if i did that's what it would be so jupiter and capricorn uh dig in thanks